Jesus is enough. Welcome to Grace Walk Radio. And yes, you're listening to the boring tones of Caleb Berg one more time, uh, starting off the episode. <laughs> Normally you hear the smooth relaxing sounds of Derek Levandusky. <laughs> I don't know if anybody described me as relaxed. <laughs> I have no idea. This is just uh, off the top of the head, you know, whatever. Uh, but we're doing a special episode today uh, because Derek is putting together the final touches on a brand new worship album. Um, your first album in over 10 years, right? It has been, 2010 was the last time you know, I, put yeah. out, I put out a worship album with Isaiah 6. I did release uh, some compilations after that okay. based on all the years of Isaiah 6 yeah. stuff, um, and I, I added a few singles in there, okay. but like, as far as a full album, it's been since 2010. Yeah. So the album is called Don't Forget Me, and it will be debuting soon. Do you have an official release date? Or Well, I just got in the studio yesterday to finish the final track, um, and I wanted to make sure I made the most of my time up here in the Northeast, uh, because we've been doing it with uh, Blue Brick Studios. Uh, and Jesse Sprinkle here in Avon. Uh, Jesse and I have been working together on projects for years. So, yeah. Um, of course, you did your project with Jesse. Yep. Um, yeah. So uh, the hope is that we get the final tracks back, you know, here in October. And I'm thinking probably a November release. Nice. Yeah. So um, you're definitely going to hear more about that as the release date gets nearer we will definitely keep you informed and then if you follow derek on social media you've probably seen clips of the work in progress as he's documented recording sessions and pictures of him and mr sprinkle together um sprinkle as he's known in my family is uh a beloved friend um of the family my daughter uh she just turned seven but she she has this kind of love hate relationship. I won't say hate. Love <laughs> annoyed relationship with Jesse. <laughs> sounds, um, sounds like Jesse. She loves going to the Sprinkles house. She loves hanging out with Jesse and being around them. But it's so funny when she gets there, she kind of clams up a little bit. She gets a little nervous around him because he's just so. He's a big personality and he's fun and loud and Olive just for whatever reason shuts down. Uh, but yeah. Um, I met Jesse through you and Nate, and uh, I've worked with him on a few things. Um, so I know that the album, um, just the little bits that I've heard so far, is really coming along. It's going to be really good. He's always fun to work with in the studio. Creative guy, um, funny guy, fun to work with, and uh, yeah, he's a blast. He, he makes it just he makes the studio sessions a lot of fun. Yeah, he takes away the pressure. I've I've found. Yeah, because you get in the studio and immediately your brain kicks into production mode and you're you're thinking of all the things that need to be done and you can get to a place where you kind of just become robotic and he kind of tears away the layers and and really lets you relax a bit so i've i've found it to be really helpful um so let me ask you this you haven't recorded an album in 10 years so is this 10 years worth of writing or is this relatively new stuff like in the last couple years? I would say it's a, it's a mix of, okay. of that type of stuff. Um, it's, uh, was it you asking me? Somebody was asking me how many tracks are on it. Yeah, we, at lunch we were talking about yesterday, that. Yesterday, yeah. And uh, I got 13 tracks on it, which it's a lot for an album, but in some ways it's like, sorry, everybody, I got to dump here. I mean, it, <laughs> I, I got to dump my, my, you know, my music. There's so much of it. I probably. I've probably written forty to fifty songs over the last yeah. ten years, and uh, you know I had to narrow it down and pick some of those. I actually the album does include um, 
one oldie, I think at, at least one oldie from, from okay. the past. Uh, Tear Down the Idols. I did an acoustic yeah. version of it, uh, which was kind of a band, mm-hmm. kind of a youthy band song. But uh, we did an acoustic version of it, which was a lot of fun. Uh, I also am doing one cover uh, by Rich Mullins, If I Stand. Nice, nice. Uh, I always loved that song and wanted to record it. Really, really happy with that track and how yeah. that's turned out. So, yeah. But other than that, a lot of songs that kind of came from my journey, my pain. Um, you know, planting a church is one mm-hmm. of the hardest things I've ever done. You know, and, and so as as you follow the narrative of Grace Life, you also follow painful mm-hmm. <laughs> expressions yeah. of worship and painful so, sort of psalmist like songs that you know the Lord gave to me during that time. And uh, and there's, there's one song um, from the pandemic I call it my pandemic song mm-hmm. uh, that uh, that's on the album. But yeah, so it's sort of a, a, okay. a hodgepodge of, of different different chapters of the last. Yeah, you know, ten, eleven years. Speaking of different chapters, I—I I mean, I've followed your music since I first met you back in 2010, um, and throughout your musical recording career, you've had various uh, fully produced albums, all the way down to like you described the compilation albums. You've thrown in like a trio album where it was you, Heidi, and Grace. Um, you even did. Um, I think it was the Three Worlds album with Jesse. With Jesse, where you had African influenced music mm-hmm. um, with tons of different sounds and textures. That was and, that was a fun album. Yeah. So where would you place this as far as um, musical theming? Like, is this a is this like a fully produced you know rock and album, or is this more laid back? Um, where's this at? Yeah, I'm, uh, I would say this is. Uh, it sort of became a fully produced album. I, I, I went in to just get these songs out, mm-hmm. get them, you know, recorded, and, and uh, it was one of these albums where the production sort of was figured out along the way. Yeah, um, I haven't always done albums like that. You know, some of the Isaiah Six albums, we went in knowing exactly what we wanted mm-hmm. to do on those albums. Um, you know, like Jealous One or Worship with My Life. But but this album, you know, I, I went in and I recorded the. You know the acoustic uh, tracks and the, and the vocals, and then basically Jesse and I are like, and, and my wife Heidi, we're like, all right, where do we go from here? And so, really, put a good team together for this. Um, you know, I would put it in like the, um, I don't know, it's it's like vintage me, like mm-hmm. kind of worship rock, but not like rock like I'm trying to melt your face off. It's yeah. tasteful rock. It's got you know full ensemble, but it really does feature. My vocal and the guitar, yeah, um, and then the the production sort of enhances that, um, and then there's a few you know more scaled back tracks uh, that really didn't demand full production that you know are more uh, it, it it they express themselves better with a with a you know less uh, as far as the, the musical instruments go, um, but yeah, put a good team together for this, and of course Jesse, you know, who's, yeah. who's not only a producer engineer but a really great drummer. He's got yeah. a lot of experience in Christian music as a drummer. Um, you know, some of you might some of you might know Jesse from you know his famous Christian bands he was a part yeah. of, Dead Poetic and um, Poor Old Lou. Poor Old Lou um, featured on some Cutlass albums. Yep, even. he's actually done some uh, studio work with Cutlass, and uh, so he's a really good drummer. And then John Eastman, uh, who is just a world class guitar player. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my wife Heidi, who's just a pro on backgrounds, and then Nate Carey, who's like all things like <laughs> texture and keyboards and pianos yeah. and 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 actually we've done some co-writing. You know, some yeah. of the songs I should mention on this album come from the co-writing sessions that you, Nate, and I had. So one of the songs, 
Remember Christ yep. is one that uh, really it started with you, and then you know Nate and I sort of built it out with you, and then um, uh, in Him, which uh, it was a worship song Nate and I wrote for Grace Life. Uh, you weren't a part of that song, were you? I think that was before me. That was before you got here. Yep. So, um, yeah, but uh, so Nate is not only you know on the album as a musician, but and uh, but also really a producer of um, some of the songs that we co-wrote together. Yeah. Like, In Him is primarily his production, and, man, it just sounds so good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a you know, good, t- good team we put together, and it's a team that I hope to use uh, to do albums in the future with greater yeah. frequency than I've done in the in last <laughs> 10 years. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Like, uh, recording an album can either do two things, in my opinion. It can either put more of a fire, like, okay, this was a blast, so now I want more. Or can, by the end of it, you're so drained, you're like, I retire yeah, right. immediately, I'm done with music. And then about a week later, you're like, I got another one in me. Yeah, right. You know, but uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I've, I've heard bits and pieces, and I have to say, man, like the, the, the team that you assembled, it's like the Avengers of music or something. It's like, it's just amazing, top-notch stuff. I mean... The the harmonies that Heidi has put together and arranged is incredible. She's, she's just such a. I got to see just like a little glimpse of that when you guys came in and helped with one of my songs, yeah. and like I, I'm not an arranger. Like that's just not. I, I can come up with the most basic of arrangements of things, but she came in and it was like listened to it like three three times and was like, I got it. Let's go, yeah. and it wasn't anything that I had considered before. And she just hears it. Just mm-hmm. she hears it and can teach others how to get there and I, I she's so gifted and it's cool to to hear some of the harmonies that um have been put together on on the tracks that you guys are working on and i can't wait to hear the finished product um so the title of the album is don't forget me uh where did that come from really the the, the title has a double a triple meaning. Okay. Really. First of all, it's been 11 years. Yeah. So it's like, hey, don't forget <laughs> I'm me. I'm still back. here. <laughs> I'm still writing music. So there's that. Um, but really, the song itself came from uh, the story of Joseph in prison um, and uh, and just how he was forgotten there. Hmm. I've actually co-titled this song, Joseph's Song. Like, okay. I wrote it from that perspective. Even though I think as as you hear it, there's a brokenness in the song. Mm. It really relates to all of us who feel forgotten by God at times, you know, by even though of course he hasn't forgotten us, or by others. And so that's the second meaning is is Joseph's um, cry to be remembered in prison. You know, remember when the uh, when the the cupbearer was restored, he said, "Remember me when when you go back to you know recall what I've done here and, and tell Pharaoh." Of course, he didn't for at least for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, so just being remembered is, it really speaks of healing because if you think of the word, um, healing is exactly what the word remember is saying. You're being remembered. And so mm. when you remember something, you're remembering, uh, you're constructing a, yeah. a thought in your head like, oh, I met that person. Where did I meet them? And you're just like bringing all these thoughts together that are somewhere in the archives of your brain and you're reconstructing your memory of that person and where you met them in the context of that. And so think about that with a, with a, with a, a life. If you're being remembered by the Lord, you're literally being healed. Yeah. You're being re 
Remember, your life is being put back together. Your identity is being put back together. Your dignity is being put back together. And so for Joseph to be restored to the palace, um, not restored, he was never there, but for his life to be restored, he was really being remembered by not only the cupbearer, but by the Lord. So that's the second meaning. And the third meaning is Jesus at the Last Supper said, Mm. when when you take these elements, remember me. Yeah. And so Jesus tells us to remember him, and, and that's really the, the main theme of this album is to remember the gospel, to mm. remember Christ. And of course, that's one of the songs also, yeah. is remember Christ. So that idea of remembering is, appears in two of the song titles, Don't nice. Forget Me, and then the, the, the song Remember Christ. Do you want to share a song? Yeah, let me share. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know what I'll do? <clears throat> I'll share a, a few pieces of a couple songs and okay. sort of give you a feel for some of the songs on the album. <clears throat> so this is um, a little piece of... Uh, don't forget me, and you'll hear it. It's really when I wrote it. It's very much a song that I didn't want to be in a hurry, like processing the pain of what was going on. And so you'll hear the the rhythm of the song just creates this reflective context where um, you can pray that prayer to the Lord. forget me Don't forget me Don't forget me In the darkness Don't forget me Don't forget me forget me in the dark. Please don't leave me here all alone. Before the dawn, would you let my Don't forget me Don't forget me Don't forget me Oh That's just a clip of that I had to actually run out there for a moment. <laughs> Do a little... A little emotional. <laughs> a little, little cough there. A little cough. Yeah, so thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, so, and you can hear, you know, the, the verse says, please don't leave me here all along. Before the dawn, let my spirit know. In other words, it's still dark. Yeah. But there's a fellowship. There's a fellowship with Christ and in, in, hmm. in his sufferings. And even in the dark, before the dawn comes, before the light comes, he can still let our spirit know that he's with us and, and know his presence. Amen. So another one, um, no uh, stranger to you, the song uh, Remember Christ. I'll yep. share a piece of that one. Actually, that's, a, that's the song that, that leads off the... Uh, uh, it's the theme song of, 
of, of the podcast. The podcast. Yeah. So now we'll have two versions to select from. Yeah, I actually did. Um, I did. I did it in a different key. I did it. I okay. gave it a little different feel uh, as far as tempo goes. But I mean, okay. same idea. So uh, yeah, this one um, came from our songwriting group, and and it was one of the things we do in our songwriting group is we would literally just get together and uh, and study a text of scripture. Yep. Just exegete it together and say, what's the big idea in this in this text? And, of course, 1 Corinthians 15 says, For I delivered to you as of first importance that's what, which, that which I also received, that yeah. Christ was crucified in accordance with the Scriptures. And so um, the, the big idea there is to remember Christ. And, of course, mm-hmm. going back to the Lord's uh, table, the, the institution of the Lord's Supper, he said, remember me. And so remembering Christ and remembering what he did and remembering the cross and the gospel is so important for a Christian that we need to preach the gospel to ourselves. And so you know, I think you'll agree with me, Caleb, that this whole song came from the desire to help God's people remind themselves yep. of the gospel. So, of course, it goes, Remember Christ, our salvation, and the gospel we receive. Crucified and now risen, here we stand and we believe. Here we stand and we believe. Here we stand and we believe. I love that, and I love that we got, um, you know, here we stand because to me, that that like almost is a reflection and, and an echo of historic Christianity, tying yeah, us to Martin Luther, yeah. where at the Diet of, of uh, Worms, he defended his his gospel and defended mm-hmm. his writings and says, here I stand. And so that's the whole idea there. We, we stand on the gospel. Yeah. We, that's our hope. That song has always been uh, just a joy to, to sit back and listen to uh, the congregation singing. Like, uh, I don't know what it is about you know, just the, the structure of the melody or whatever, but, um, I don't know, especially at our men's retreat. It's very anthemic. Yeah. It feels like a, it feels like a a Christian national anthem or something. When you hear the voices like just unified and singing, like it's, it's, I've, I've enjoyed that thoroughly and it's ministered to me, uh, even being part of the team that, you know, wrote the song. Um, it, it, it's just it's awesome to hear it sung out in in full voice and um now to also hear a a slightly new take on it uh, you know is is super super amazing i that's to me one of the biggest joys of writing is being able to hear it um and not just be able to sing it yourself but to be able to hear others uh singing out and that's the purpose of these songs like remember Christ you mentioned it was to to help the church to remember the gospel to keep it in its primary place uh in our lives it's it music is one of the main ways that we remember things as well so you know when we're teaching our kids songs about the gospel it's those words are sinking in there yeah and yeah and that's what we want important. you know that's what we want uh, uh our wives humming yeah. midweek as they're doing the dishes and the men as they're doing the dishes <laughs> <laughs> um humming and singing and just reminding themselves of the gospel yeah so here's another song that came from that songwriting group um, in him <clears throat> wrote this with Nate Carey um, 
And it's based on Ephesians 1 and how many times Paul mentions in Christ or in him and, and that we're united with Christ. And so that's the big idea of the song. And then we built the verses, you know, around the sort of the supporting ideas. Um, we've been singing this one in Grace Life for maybe three years now, four years. So again, this one dates back <clears throat> maybe to 2016, 17. Uh, so it's good to finally get it recorded. And Nate, produced this one on the album and it just sounds so fantastic i can't wait to show people this song but here's a piece of it in christ we've been chosen before the world began he brought us home through the son of man that he'd receive the honor the glory and all praise and we would know the riches of His grace. In Him we live. In Him we have all things. To Him we give the highest praise. Got short knees. <laughs> That's that's a little bit of it, him. Yeah. And I think that one, um, going back, man, almost two years now, I think uh, because Nate was also a co-writer on that song, you, you two co-wrote it, I think Nate had been working towards um, an arrangement of it, but it was always one, I think, that kind of eluded him at the beginning there as far as where it was going. Yeah. So I'm... I'm grateful to hear it uh, coming together and and finally have it on, uh, you know, a a means of listening to it frequently because that is a good one to sing and and to remind ourselves that we are united in Christ, in Him, and uh, we have our identity in Him, which the book of Ephesians is such a powerful book. Um, One of your last messages here at Grace Life, you concluded the book of Ephesians. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really the theme of the book in him. And uh, so that song kind of really ties all of that together and, again, makes it singable, makes those truths dig down deep in, right. you know, in us. And we can pull those truths out and remind ourselves. Sometimes it's just much more powerful to remind ourselves in song of yeah. these, these gospel truths. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, this next one um, is a little piece of... Uh, my my pandemic song. Okay, when you know a lot was stripped back from us during the pandemic, and a lot of us were reduced to simplicity. And and I think a lot of us realized what we needed and didn't need, and what hmm. was important and wasn't important. Maybe a lot of us had excess in our lives. And one of the the blessings of the pandemic, and and uh, and I think the the uh, the quarantine, I should say, mm-hmm. was that we were able to pull back from some of the craziness and busyness and excess and really just come back to simplicity with our families and with the Lord. And I know a lot of people who were renewed during that time, yeah. you know, um, in their relationship with the Lord. And and so um, this song, it, it just uh, sort of declares, um, I think, the great theme for Christians in the quarantine and in the pandemic. And this one was written maybe in April 2020. Okay. So this is like a month after the quarantine started and everybody's in their houses. And um, I was just thinking about um, how when we have Christ, we have all things in Him, and He He is ultimately our great reward. Not our careers, not not even like, quote-unquote, normal life where everybody's out in public and we're enjoying all our activities. We can lose all of that, but if we have Christ, we have everything, and if we don't have Christ, we have nothing. And so that's the idea here. Let's see if I can pull this one 
uh, without a chart in front of me. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. I am the branch, you are the vine, I'm nothing without you. The good I have is yours, not mine, it's grace alone, it's true, that you are my very great reward, you are my everything, the pearl of price I'm living for, you are the song I sing. The song I sing. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that one that one's been fun too because that's yeah. very that definitely a very worshipful song. Um, even though it was you know it was kind of one of my I call them diary songs or journal songs. Yeah. It, it really came from me processing what was going on, but um, I think as as it ought to for those who write songs uh, and psalms, it should sort of express the heart of, a, of God's people. And so, you know, we, we sang this one at church. We've sang this one in different churches. And at the men's retreat, again, man, that, yep. that was awesome to yep. see that, how that connected. But, uh, yeah, so that, that one came from, from that time. Uh, maybe I'll, um, uh, I'll, I'll just share clips of two more here okay. just real quick. Um, maybe the, first I'll... I'll uh, Share a little bit of this. This song came from 2013 um, when the church went through um, a very difficult split. Uh, we were uh, two and a half years into our church plant, and we had a, a group leave our church, um, and some of them were close friends. It was a very, very painful time for my wife and I. Probably one of the hardest things we've ever been through in ministry. And... Um, so uh, this one, um, this one s- sort of speaks of that time. It was sort of the theme of our lives during that time, and uh, goes like this: Help me look to you, my faithful friend. In me, prove your word again. You have given me a place to stand. Here in all-sufficient grace Help me look to you, my faithful friend And in me prove your word Again you have given me a place to stand Here in all-sufficient grace Here in all-sufficient grace Yeah, actually, now that I think of it, I think I wrote that one before that season, but that one really hit. Yeah, you know, during that season, it just became the theme of of my life during that season. It, he's sufficient, you know, and um, again, like uh, the gospel uh, is what completes me. Christ is what completes me, 
not another person, not even the church doing well. Um, yeah. You know, I felt like we were failing and the church was, <laughs> I didn't know if it was going to continue, but he, he is enough. And, you know, we right. say that here a lot in the, on, the, on this podcast, Jesus is enough. And uh, that song sort of speaks to that. Um, I'll give you a clip of one more. Um, <clears throat> well, of course, uh, this one's on there, but uh, mentioned we're going to There's more that rises in the morning than the sun And more that shines in the night than just the moon There's more than just this fire here that keeps me warm And a shelter that is larger than this room You know that one, Rich Mullins? There's a loyalty that's deeper than mere sentiment And the music higher than the songs that I can sing Stuff of earth competes for the allegiance I owe only to the giver of all good things So if I stand, let me stand on the promise That you will pull me through And if I can, let me fall on the grace That first brought me to you Anyway, so that one's on there. Um, always love that song. Yeah. And uh, that one came out uh, really happy with the track on that. And then the oldie we did was um, uh, Tear Down the Idols. So it, Our God's not made of wood and stone. Our God's not made of flesh and bone. Our God's not made of human thoughts. Our God is the one true God Our God is the one true God So tear down the idols Tear down the idols Tear down the idols In the name of the Lord Oh, tear down the idols Tear down the idols Tear down the idols In the name of the Lord <laughs> so yeah, that, that was fun to do, and uh, we, we have some hand hand percussion on that stuff that nice, you know kind of nice. adds to the acoustic <clears throat> part of it. But yeah, that one we we man, that one goes way back. That that goes back to like that was on our first album in yeah. 1998, and we were singing it before that, before we we, we were even Isaiah <laughs> six. So uh, it's fun to kind of re- revisit that you know from our history and, and put that in there. And uh, so yeah, it's a fun album. You know, got a lot of nice. different li- different flavors on it. So well, very good. Thank you for sharing some of the uh, some of the songs, the clips. Hopefully, it was enough to whet the appetite <laughs> for more. And as I said, we will definitely post links uh, as as the release gets closer. Uh, any any thoughts on how you're releasing it? Uh, digital? Yeah, we're just and- going to go the traditional route. Um, it'll be on uh, you know uh, iTunes and. Um, you can stream it on, you'll yeah. be on Spotify okay. and, and Amazon Music and YouTube yeah. Music and all that. So it'll be on all those places. Um, you know, you can support us by downloading it on yeah. uh, on iTunes uh, when it's available, and we'll let you know when that's available. And uh, uh, yeah, so it'll it'll be out there Very uh, nice. in all those places. Yeah. So uh, if you want to continue to follow along with that, you know, to see the updates and all that. Uh, go follow Derek on Instagram, Twitter, 
Facebook at Derek Levandusky. Uh, you also have like a Facebook artist page um, type of profile as well. I'm sure it'll be yeah. And shared on my, there. my personal, as you know, our, my, yeah. our personal page is limited to five thousand, yeah. and I hate that because. I, I just so many friend requests I have to ignore. <laughs> I have so many too. I've got like twelve friends now. <laughs> I think so, they all listen to the podcast. Yeah, the best thing to do is just to follow my artist page. You know, I do updates there on, on the music. I, you know, I don't do as many updates as I do on my personal page. But, okay. Um, I, well, I don't do as many. I do probably as many music updates, but I don't. I like family updates and stuff. That more yeah. of that's on my personal page. But yeah, follow my artist page and you be able to keep up with what's going on there. I also have a, a book coming out soon. Nice. Uh, my father-in-law's, uh, I'm writing my father-in-law's biography, uh, They Shall Be Healed, the story of Ford Reynolds, which is, is going to be really inspiring. I think it's going to inspire a lot of faith um, to just trust God for the miraculous. So um, anyway, yeah, that I'll, I'll let everybody know about that on my artist awesome. page as well when that's released. Well, thank you for listening. And uh we encourage you, uh, like we said, follow Derek on social media. If you're interested in following Grace Walk Radio on social media, if you're not already, it's at Grace Walk Radio, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, I believe, all three. Um, and as well, you can follow me at Caleb Berg. Increase my followers from 12 to 13. That'd be great. Um, but yeah, we we uh, love putting together these podcasts. If you ever have a question or maybe a topic that you want us to discuss, uh, there always is a link in the show notes where you can leave a voicemail type of uh, feature, you know, question, and we can actually introduce that into the podcast. So if you hit that link, you can ask a question and we can put that audio clip into the podcast episode and answer that question. If you're ever interested in doing that, we don't plug that a lot, but um, hit that up and we would love to even do like a question and answer type episode. Otherwise, you can email us. Um, in fact, we recently heard from someone who had some questions. Uh, Manny, thanks for listening. And, um, you know, just it would be wonderful to hear uh, feedback, uh, but even just topics and questions that you would love discussed on a future episode of Grace Walk Radio. We would love to do that. Uh, but as always, we want to encourage you in the gospel and how the gospel affects our everyday life because Jesus is enough. Jesus is enough.